Bergeron shots. Oh! Welcome to the Bearded Brothers Pod, broadcasting live from our respective residence. I'm Scott Edwards. And I'm Jumpin' Jack Sweeney. Why are you jumping? That's my nickname. You never it's, heard anybody call me that? No. I've heard plenty. There's I've, only legi- like I've legitimately never seen you jump. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, there's like five people that have ever called me it, but they'll love it when they hear it. Like, it's they'll midnight. It. You should not be jumping. I'm definitely not jumping, but I'm, I actually I am sort of figuratively I'm jumping at the bit to get to, to get talking about some sports here on this pod. Thick. Go ahead. Well, for the if the people don't know, it's actually midnight right now, but we're grinding out an episode. Yeah, baby. For you, all the for, people. All for you. We love you. We need you. We can't do this without you. Well, we all can right. do it without them. We would just, just prefer wouldn't. if they would help and listen. <laughs> Basically. Or then right, we'd just so, be talking to each other. Well, we, well, we are. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we'd just be recording it. All right, continue. All right, so, uh, you know, first things first, per usual, we got the advisors with the uh, don'ts, baby. The, the sports picks. Uh, so, as we know, last time coming in, I was 0 6, you know, but I was optimistic. I kept my hopes high. And uh, I, I currently, uh, after the last episode, I went 3 and 1. So, my my record stands at 3 and 7. I can't remember the picks I made, but. Three and one was a good. I was happy with that. I can't remember. I think the 76ers ended up screwing me against the uh, Hawks, but you know I'm at three and seven now, and I'm happy and I'm ready to keep the ball rolling. Yeah, so, but you're not me. Scotty, I'm on the other hand, the undefeated champion of the advisor role. This is our new thing. Whoever has the best percentage record from now on is going to be the champion. Yeah, but, but I also have nine more picks than you. Okay, well, I, catch up. I, 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 well, I, okay, I'll start catching up after this time because I yeah, we'll figure said, it out. Yeah, yeah. We're right now on the chart. All right, all right. At one and zero. All yep. right, let's just put that out there that he's only <laughs> had one bet. But he bet the Blackhawks, and they won. Yeah. All right. For me this week, I have two picks for you guys. On Saturday, this is the NBA playoffs. The Spurs are at at the Nuggets in Denver. The line is Nuggets minus five and a half. And I want the Nuggets. The Nuggets have put together something special this season. And, I mean, the Spurs, in due respect, are good and all, but Nuggets at home, I can see them winning by six or more. And then Sunday, we have the Thunder at the Blazers in Portland. The line is Blazers minus two and a half. And I want the Thunder in this one. Money line, spread, whatever. I think they're going to win the game. So the Blazers are yet to keep picking them to win. Yeah, I mean, if you want to spoil <laughs> that now. The Blazers, yeah, they haven't proven themselves, and I'm trusting my boy Russ and PG-13 to get the job done. Scotty? All right, well, here we go with hockey again. Game two of the first round of the Eastern Conference. 
Blue Jackets at Lightning. Lightning are favored at one, one and a half. You know what? I'm taking the Lightning because I think uh, they're going to be a little angry after. Fuck you. After what? I just hate the Lightning. Okay, well, they're definitely going to be angry and score at least two. Or at least beat the Blue Jackets by two at home. At least. Yeah, I can see it. At least. I could see three. I could see four. <laughs> All not, right. So that, more that wraps up Advisor, right? Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, I mean, Advisor's not a long segment. It's just a fun little segment. We enjoy doing it. We hope oh, it helps speaking you of not well. fun, Virginia won the national championship. I mean, not to say I didn't watch more than, like, the last five minutes, but, like, good for them. I can't – after literally rock bottom, like, losing to a 16 seed as a one seed – the next year, they flip it around and win the national championship. That's a big turnaround. I don't give a shit. Not a lot of people saw it coming. No, but. no, I'm not okay with this because I didn't care. Like, once they got to the Final Four, I didn't care. But why does that make you not okay with it? I don't like them. They failed I mean, you I don't year. either. Like, if they played Michigan State, this would have been the ultimate, um, the ultimate fuck you of the bracket. They really would have. I mean, Michigan State even did that by getting to the Final but Four. But instead, Texas Tech made it, because, duh. That was interesting. Eh, it was fine. I didn't watch it, so. Yeah, I literally watched it last time. But did you see any of the controversial calls? Um, no. <laughs> All right, well, I'll go over them real quick. In the, fuck you. I don't remember what the Elite Eight one was, but in the Final Four against Auburn, what's it? The point guard, tie. Oh, I think you remember this one game. Yes, I do remember this. The final four. Who was it? Uh, I don't Ty, know. We're not going to sit here and just think of the guy's name. No one. Yeah, that's right. not so The point guard that's going to the league, tie something. Just say what he you actually, want, which is they got lucky. What they got like three seconds left. No. And you he dribbles the ball behind his back and ba- and it dribbles it off his foot and picks it up, which is a double dribble. I'm going to drop a hot take right now. And then they go. And get the foul shots and win the game. Dropping a hot take right now. The NCAA fixed it. (coughs) They fixed it for Virginia to win to go from blowing it last year to winning it all. These calls were ridiculous. The fact that they won games that they were down like four. Come on, come on, dude. They were down to the 16 seed at the half. Exactly. This no chance this team was good enough to actually win this by themselves. They fixed it. They suck. I don't. The want to refs talk. helped them out twice. We really don't want to talk about college basketball anymore. So we're moving on. I agree. All right. See you. We'll see you later. See you in the fall. College basketball. <laughs> see you later, alligator. All right. On to some professional basketball. <sighs> a also somber known week. As the NBA. Yes, a somber week in the uh, in the NBA. As Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade play their final games. They played their, re- their final games. In their respective careers. They're, they played their final. What did I say? Not, you said they play. They played. Played. Their, I said played. No, you didn't. We'll go back and listen to it. I said played. Okay. Well, whatever. But it's a sad time. I'm upset. You know, I love watching these guys play. I'm not throughout that my upset. Life. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, like over like, here crying, like, but like, it's sad. Like, it like sucks. Dirk has I mean, been done too... for like two years. <laughs> he really has. <laughs> He's literally just been like chilling on the bench. He averaged seven points this year. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for some reason towards the end of the year he got better, but he also just shot the ball. 
He averaged 12 last year, which is respectable. Sure. He also played in like 30, 30 less games. Sure. But, all right. Oh, shit. Okay. What was that? Wade, D. Wade had a triple-double, though, in his last game. Okay. Or was that no, a- no, no, no. Time out. You can't just go, what was that? Dab it. And just come back. No, I'm talking now. We're talking about Paul Pierce. I'm talking about the triple double. We're yeah, but that, about was, Paul. that was just so random how you just go from Dirk and Wade their last game. Okay, to Paul, well, Paul Pierce. Pierce said he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. Thoughts? <sighs> I don't. Well, do you want my biased thought or my biased thought? You want my thought? There's not a chance he was better than Dwayne Wade. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Paul Pierce is a Hall of Famer. I want to think he wrong. is, but he don't really isn't. But he wasn't better than Dwayne Wade at any part of his career. Like, his final seasons were terrible. I don't even remember them because he wasn't on the Celtics. Exactly. That's my point. He went to, like, seven different teams. No, this is not a – no. Paul, I love you, but shut up. Just shut up. Oh, hey. What? You could have put, put it nicely, you dick. See, if the conversation was Dwayne Wade – He deserves Kevin, better than what shut you up. just gave him. I'm talking. He just he, – Shut he up. He deserves I, better than what you okay, gave him. Okay, whatever. If Dwayne Wade and Kevin Garnett <laughs> were the conversation – then it would be a real conversation. Paul Pierce is a top 50 player of all time, but Dwayne Wade's borderline top 30, top 25. Okay, I wouldn't put D-Wade that high, but he's definitely better than Paul Pierce career-wise. Oh, yeah? Name 25 players better than D-Wade right now. I'm, I'm not just going to get just kidding, rambling <laughs> fucking. <laughs> oh, yeah, but uh, D-Wade had a triple-double to finish his career. That was pretty awesome. We're just, oh, we're done talking about Paul? No, we're done with talking about Paul. I made my point. You didn't make a point. Yeah. You were just going to be biased. So I wasn't. I said that Wade was a better career. Yeah, sure, sure. Cool, cool, cool. Paul, Paul also kind of thinks he's way better than he was. Can we agree on that? Yeah. I mean, he's just Not just by this lot. statement, but like I've heard him say stuff before where I'm just like, dude, what are you talking about? Love Paul Pierce, but calm down. Yeah. All right. Like you said, D-Wade, final appearance. In the, in the NBA, and he puts up a triple-double. How do you feel about it? Good for him. He's still good. He could easily still play another year. That's my He question. could, but he doesn't need to. That's probably no, why. No, he's pulling David Ortiz right now. I mean, David Ortiz had a far better last season than Dwayne Wade did. But my point is they could still play, and they're leaving on top. Exactly. That's. I mean, there's no way to put it any better than that. That being said, though, who had more of a lasting impact on the game of basketball, Dirk or D-Wade? I'd like you to answer this first. We put this out to the people. So let's say how the people said. You had 60 to 40% say Dwayne Wade had a bigger lasting impact. I had about a 55, 45% of Dirk. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly siding with your side, honestly. I think Dirk. I think Dirk had a more impact for future players. However... If you D- want to just steal my point, then you just let me know. However, D-Wade had a better career overall. He did. He did. I mean, like I said, D-Wade in the year 2008 averaged 30 points a game. But Dirk, That isn't easy. Dirk is also, like, one of the highest all-time scorers, so we can't forget that either. No, but he's also got three years under the belt, though. Three more years than D-Wade. Oh, um, freezing cold takes retweeted this thing the other day and it was from the 1999 draft and they're like, the Mavs are like in love with Nowitzki and they traded their future for, 
uh, Steve Nash, what an idiot. And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> that that's, is freezing cold. That ain't, old, that ain't it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Antarctica cold. I was like, that guy definitely has no more job. Yeah, but like, like I was saying, Dirk, like you said, he paved the way for uh, foreign players, but obviously he did more than that. He, he brought the Mavericks a championship by defeating the big three, uh, consisting of D-Wade, LeBron, However, D Wade also beat Dirk. Yes. So correct. So they, this is true. they traded off. I just think I, I just think D Wade. Dirk career. did more for the game of basketball. When D Wade was at his best before he had a bunch of injuries, he was unbelievable. But oh, I, I also love to watch Dirk, Dirk's face. Dirk away, was an so. absolute bucket though in his prime. Oh yeah, I mean he's. I money. swear to God, he he couldn't miss from anywhere with his his little rainbow jumper. Ooh, that ra- that that ball went so high, unreal. Love that guy. He was electric. Like I the mean, 2011 finals is actually I remember watching it. I love the, every these second two of it. returning, uh, not returning, retiring, <laughs> <laughs> is a great. I I feel like they're picking the right time. I know it's sad, but. I mean, play great time for Dirk. He's, he, he's not going to be able to walk soon. Oh, that's, he keeps playing. That, that ain't it. That's not how that works. He's, he's, I mean, he's getting up there. 40. But you know what is here? Playoff season, baby. While two legends leave, legends get made starting Saturday. Yeah, you see how I did that? Damn. I did damn straight. Well, also the season's over. It's not just playoff season. So we're going to pick our MVP for the entire season. Would you like to go first? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't really know who I well, want. I'm picking Giannis Antetokounmpo. For all all season, I was picking Paul George, but I just think Giannis had I, – I know people are going to be like, why did you pick James Harden? Shut up. I mean, no, he'd be no, the safe I, bet. He's great that he scored 36 points, but Giannis did more. He averaged 27, 12. I think he, I think he did 12. more than score 36. Can I talk? <laughs> Fine. 27, 12, and – Six. I think that's pretty good. And I just think Giannis being on a better team helps his cause even more. He, He's the reason his team had the best record in the NBA. He's the reason the Bucks are number one in the East. No, I mean, obviously he is. There's a, what am I going to – do they still have Eric Bledsoe? Yeah. Eric Bledsoe willed the Bucks to the first seed in the East. Like, obviously it's onto to Kumbo. They have a – they have a good uh, rotation, though, obviously. I mean, you're supposed to pick your MVP here, not make fun of my pick. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, this isn't my pick even close, but, like, can we just say how underrated Russell Westbrook is? Um. Yeah. Uh. He had a, he averaged a triple-double for the third straight season. And people are calling him overrated. Uh, people are also not talking about that he just averaged a triple-double for the third straight season. It's unfair to him. I don't know why people – I love him personally. It's because his – because he shoots a lot and he misses. I don't know. That's the only reason I have. Harden, Harden's second in the MVP and he shoots a lot too. Well, he scores more points. He fit, yeah, I mean, because he shoots more. I mean, he might. I mean, I don't I mean, know. He definitely shoots more. There's not a chance that James Harden doesn't shoot more. Watch, he has to, watching, watching a Rockets game is actually painful because all he does is shoot. I mean, shit, it works most of the time. They went from like the two seed to the four seed, which is hysterical. Honestly, just because I don't want to pick James Harden, I'm, I was going to go with PG-13. PG-13. What a I year. Love. I wouldn't say this is like a – he could win most improved, though. Could he not? I mean, there's probably someone else that's going to win most Like D'Angelo Russell, but like – Yeah, 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 yeah. 
he, who had a hell of a year. But like Paul George just went from a very good player to a top three MVP candidate. Yeah. You know, his defense, he's a great, great, great chance of winning the defensive play of the year. Mm-hmm. He's been productive, very productive on both sides of the ball, defense, offense. That's how I like football. But you know, <laughs> on defense, both sides of the court, that's what I'll say. Defense, offense, he's done everything. I mean, here's to say he's going to win it? No, but I think he would sure as hell deserve it. Zach. All right, fuck you. Oh, well, I agree. I poured my heart into that. Okay, calm down. I told you before I went all in on Giannis that all season PG-13 was my choice. And then I was like, look at the Bucks record. Look at Giannis' stats. Yeah. And he said no to Space Jam too, so like I think that gets the advantage. Like he had the ball. Well, you know say, what? You wouldn't want him to do. I would love him to do Space Jam. I 2, wouldn't. He I would. Had, he need subtitles. I like Space Jam too. Me too, but like Giannis would need subtitles. Like, what's the point of having him act? That'd be hysterical, actually. <laughs> he doesn't seem like an actor either. You no, know? no, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. No, but uh, hence why. Before he we go it. into our playoff predictions, just to take, why don't they just have D Wade in Space Jam too? Like, I know he's not as good now, but, like, if I see D-Wade, yeah, exactly. What year did the first one come out? 1997. So, obviously, Jordan was still insane. Yeah, I mean. But was was the supporting cast that was in it, were they still good? Patrick Ewing. um, 1996, if you were really wondering. Up, so Jordan, that was just a borderline best season of all time. time to slam down. All right, but I feel like they should put LeBron's Goonies in there. Nobody wants to do it, right? So just, just have, put his. You just, just put, put Melo and Chris Paul and find one more guy. Honestly, uh, do you, do you wait? I nope. You need one more guy oh. after that. Who are they boys? Are they boys with anybody? That's like that's the crew right there. Chris Bosh. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so playoff predictions. Playoffs are here for the NBA. It's big time. It's a ch- I would love to say that anyone has a chance, but they don't. <laughs> Come on. This, this is completely different from hockey. Not everyone has a chance. Like, there's not a ch- single chance the Nets make it to the finals. Hey. All right, so playoff predictions. We'll do them real quick because we kind of touched on it last week. Um, so Bucks pistons I'm picking the Bucks. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good for the Pistons, though. They made the playoffs. Raptors magic. I'm picking the Raptors. Hey, good for the magic. They made the playoffs. 76ers Nets. For Vucevic. I'm picking the 76ers. Huckam, I'm taking the Nets. Celtics. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, baby. Don't Ice get me in wrong. his veins. I love it, but no. Um, Celtics the Pacers. If you don't think playoffs. I'm picking the Celtics, you're an idiot. Yeah, I'm taking the Celtics, baby. Let's go Boston. All right, and then the West Warriors, um, then Nuggets versus Spurs. Sorry, <laughs> the Clippers deserve uh, rights to be said, I guess. Um, they do. Congratulations to the Clippers. The Clippers? Clippers. Clippers. The there are a lot of Crips in LA, though. Oh, uh, okay. Nuggets, Spurs. Well, I'm picking Nuggets. Hot. Nuggets. I can nasty. say that if I want to. Trailblazers. Yeah, obviously, I'm taking the Nuggets. Trailblazers, Thunder. I'm picking the Thunder. Me too. Because uh, hear me out. But I'm picking both six seeds. Choke artists. Um, what do Rockets, you mean? I already said that. Rockets, Jazz. I'm picking the Jazz. Ooh, this is a tough one. I like the Jazz as an entire unit. 
I mean, it's exactly. They're more full of all. I mean, can't say the Rockets don't have a good unit. Also, too, Clint Kapelski against Rudy Gobert. Yes, sir. That's going to be legit. Joe Ingles is a difference maker. I'm taking the Jazz. All right, calm down. Believe it or not, Joe Ingles is wetter than the fucking All right, Pacific Ocean. Here's my final prediction. Warriors win. All right, cool. Hey, that was un- uncreative. Well, you know, I want to be right on the show. I don't want to be wrong. And picking the Warriors, I know I'm going to be right because the NBA is boring. Who are they playing then, at least? Um, um, The Raptors. The Raptors. You just tossed that out of nowhere. But, no, so, obviously, I'll take the Warriors, too, but... Drum roll, please. I think... I can see any any of the top one, two, or four teams making All right, you're supposed Sixers. to pick one team, not all of them. <laughs> well, I'm trying to see who I can see picking. I mean... Just pick one. Celtics. Fuck them. Okay. Celtics, Warriors, Warriors in like five. All right, cool. Unless playoff Kyrie is just something unheard of. All right, cool. Which we haven't seen yet. All right, cool. Go fuck yourself. I don't know why you're Hey, just take it easy, man. All right. Uh, Magic Johnson stepped down from the Lakers. I don't know why this is such a big deal. I legitimately don't care. Did it surprise you? Not really, actually. I, mean, I didn't think he would step down, but I mean, like, when I read like, it, I was like, they were kind of had big expectations. Shocked. They had big expectations this year. Well, they, they are the Lakers. Not, didn't that's reach them. That's how the Lakers work. They usually have big expectations, except for like Magic. And Magic, Magic is like shit. I ain't trying to do this no more. They traded D'Angelo Russell for Brook Lopez, and they don't even have Brook Lopez anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's an um, awful trade. Good for the Nets. I mean, to be fair, though. The At the time, deloading was not nearly at his potential. Not to even close. be fair, they traded him for no reason. They're like, well, we got Lonzo, who's not nearly as oh, good. Oh, what happens if Kyrie leaves this offseason? The Celtics traded IT for no reason. I still like the trade because he's yeah. not on the Cavs. Yeah, I mean, obviously we kind of won that at this point. Other than the fact that States still have Colin Sexton. Shut he's up. He's not great. He's <laughs> solid, but he's not Who's great. Not great. Um All right. There's not much else to NBA. I mean we went Yeah, we it. already talked about Russ uh, Russ's triple double for a third straight season. Triple double. Let's move on to the diamond, shall we? Around the diamond? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. That's that's gimmick infringement. Sorry. 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 <laughs> gimmick sorry. infringement. Sorry. I do not condone the uh the advertisement of a separate podcast. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I just am used <laughs> to saying that. MLB news. All right, cool. Let's start off with our beloved Red Sox, who came back down five today to win seven to six. Hee-ya! Mitch Moreland, early MVP candidate, calling it now. Mitch Moreland, five home runs already this year. Um, hit a game-tying double in the ninth, allowing... Rafael Devers to hit the game-winning run in, which was awesome. Uh, huge comeback. Um, our starters still suck. Ivaldi <laughs> <laughs> gave up five runs in five innings. Not great. Um, Mookie is pretty bad right now. Um, he strikes out a lot. He gets on base with blocks and stuff. He has three home runs, but his average isn't there yet. 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 
He's like a yeah, I mean, give him time. I'm going to give everyone time. They've played 13 games. But this win today was huge. I wish the starter did something useful. But what I do know is the lineup Who is started there, today? baby. Uh, Eovaldi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, though, the starters have been very inconsistent. Exactly. Not even inconsistent, just bad. I was going to say, it's not inconsistent. (laughs) They've been the worst in the league by a lot. (laughs) But, hey, it's time to write the ship. I I was going to come on the show yesterday if we did it and absolutely destroy them because there was no good note. They lost the home opener. But when you come back down, when you're down five, to win the game in the ninth, so much more luck. This is the game where it all turns around. That's what I was thinking. This is definitely the motivation they needed to get on a roll. Eduardo Nunez. Not Eduardo Nunez. Oh, God, not Eduardo Nunez. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez takes the (laughs) mound tomorrow against the Orioles. If we can't have a good start against the Orioles, I'm giving up on the season. (laughs) (laughs) We have four games against the Orioles. We need one good start. That's it. Just one. Is that too much to ask? Is I don't know that too much. Ask Chris Sale. Is it too much? Uh, uh, you just called out Chris Sale like that. What, have you seen his uh, struggle so far? Um, yeah, I've seen every game he's pitched. Actually, exactly. Really wondering. It's been awful. They're actually pushed back his start. He might yeah. not even play against the. Yeah, he might well, not even pitch against the Orioles. Oh man, well that could have been a that could be a really good time. To, Bounce back because the Orioles have the worst roster in the history. Maybe it's, I didn't I didn't look into it, but uh, I'll, I'll look into it right now. I don't know why. Is he suffering any? Here, no, he's not injuries. He has, he has no injuries. He was sick two games ago, and he he's he will miss his start on Monday actually, and will start Tuesday for uh, against the Yankees. Here, oh God, <laughs> they only pushed it back a day. It sounded a lot more serious. It went from the it. Orioles, where he could really bounce back to the Yankees. Is it though? Are they still playing the Orioles on Monday? Yeah, because it's a marathon yeah. Monday. Oh, true, true, true. They play at eleven. Um, so here's what I'm going to say about Chris Sale. His velocity seemed to be back yesterday, which was good. But they were hitting his slider, which isn't a thing that usually happens. It was. It had a lot of sharp. It was still sharp, but it was over the plate. It kept being over the plate. They weren't going to hit and miss that. So there's good signs there for Chris Sale despite his struggle so far. Yeah, I mean, I the rest of the him. rotation, I can't really say much about. Eovaldi, <laughs> um, I mean, he still throws the ball 99 miles per hour. He was looking good until uh, John, uh, Justin Smoke absolutely smoked a ball. Ah, see what nah, I did there? Huh? No pun intended, but it's. To center field for a three-run shot in like an eight-pitch at bat, and then they gave up another two-run home run in the same inning. However, Red Sox are okay. It's early still. A four-nine record is easy to come back from. This is the start of a streak. I can feel it. This team is coming back. Do what? you have any takes on the Red Sox? Well, I was going to ask you what what can turn like what. What writes the ship from here on out? And we get back to the good old Red Sox we know and love from last year. The Maybe starting not as pitching successful. needs to be good. There's not a question. That is the one thing that will write the ship if they figure out how to pitch again. Like, I can't even say, like, how to, like, just get outs. Like, they are so bad right now. Rick Porcello has been awful. Eduardo Rodriguez has been awful. Chris Sale has been awful. 
if all the David Price has been the best pitcher, and I think he's given up like eight total runs in two games. <laughs> That's telling you. Yeah, yeah, not great. <laughs> the starting rotation is where this team has a success. Once they turn around, everything else works because this lineup is still f- fantastic. They're putting up at least five runs a game usually now. It's time to just figure it out. That's all I gotta say. It really is just relies on the on the not the bullpen the, the starting the starting pitchers. The bullpen has actually been excellent for what if we're being real honest. Uh, like, we're worrying about exact the, the exact opposite of what we thought mm-hmm. we would worry about. Mm-hmm. I mean, Matt talk Barnes, about a curveball. Matt Barnes has been fire out of the pen. Brazier gave up a home run tonight, but for the most part, he's been great. Uh, Marcus Walden got off a bases loaded jam for us tonight that helped us win the game. He's now two and zero out of the pen. Colton Brewer's a big shock. I did not think he was going to be good at all, but instead he's been pretty solid. Um, who else? Heath Embry hasn't blown up yet, but I think he has. I don't know. I hate him. He's the worst. <laughs> um, Tyler Thornburg is pretty bad. <laughs> is he pl- he's playing now though. Oh, I I wanted to put this out there. I was thinking about it. What? How could have we just made Tyler Thornburg Josh Hader in that trade? Like, how could we have accidentally just asked for Josh Hader instead? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll take the prospect instead of the proven one. Yeah, let's take him. Like, <laughs> imagine that. Like, imagine if they asked him. Yeah, we'll give you Hader or Thornburg. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, now you're like, Hader, 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 Hader. Hader, Hader. Yeah, he's really good. But for the most part, I think the Red Sox bounce back. A four-game series against the Orioles could really do some good. They're drinking the wrong water. Gatorade. H2O. Gatorade. H2O. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. Water sucks. No, it really, really sucks. You don't mean it. You're bad people. <laughs> Alright, so are we, uh, are we done with the Red Sox here? Uh, I'm never done with the Red Sox, but for now, yes. Fuck you. All right. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get to some early uh, contenders and possible pretenders. All right. So, these are the teams that have had the most success so far. Um, Rays are sitting at ten and three. What do you got, contender or pretender? Are they contending? What are they contending for? Like a World Series like, championship okay, or like a okay. or like a successful? When I playoff? say contender or pretender, it is a serious playoff contender, not a World Series championship yet because we're so early. Do you think this team will stay consistent and keep winning, or do you think they'll fall off completely? I think the Rays are definitely in the mix. The Rays for me are a contender. Uh, yeah, like they're, they proved they're, that last year. Maybe not like a deep playoff contender, but I could definitely see them making it to the playoffs once again. Exactly, Contender is make it to the playoffs or not. Like, is their record now going to hold up? That's all I'm asking. Not make it to the World Series. Calm your ass. I'm just picking the best team so far because the Yankees. Slow it. Pump the brakes. The Yankees, Astros, and Red Sox are all suffering. And, like, that that was everyone's choice this year. Okay? On to the next one. I agree. Tigers like at eight and five, big time pretender. They are not a talented Huge. roster. Um, Huge. I don't even know how they're eight and five. I don't even know what's happening. I guess their pitching's been pretty good. Um, they'll definitely be sellers at the trade deadline. I expect this to go downhill as soon as possible. 
I mean, yeah, basically, I mean, the, like you said, the Tigers roster is not too pretty. And eight to five, eight and five isn't like a great. Isn't it? It's a solid start, but it's not a great start like this. You could tell like they probably had a few things go their way, and I just I mean, don't see that. They happening lead their again. division. I picked division leaders and secondary teams that are also doing good. <clears throat> also, the Tigers' best player is still Miguel Cabrera. I don't know if you knew this. Miguel Cabrera is not nearly as good as he was when he won two MVPs. Respectfully, he has aged like <laughs> cheese. Uh, no, cheese ages well, right? No. Yeah, cheese ages well. Milk. I mean, he aged like milk. Not that bad. I mean, he's not that bad. He can still hit. He can still hit like two eighty. Uh, so what did he age like? Give me a give me a um, give me a food product. Um, he aged like bread. Something that ages like me. I mean, like they're like, yeah, it might not be good anymore, but you could still eat it. Soda. Yeah, it gets flat. Yeah, but it's still yeah. drinkable and tastes yeah, good. Exactly. There you go. Good take. Thank good you. One. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here. I'm here till Thursday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the Twins at six and four. I do think they're a contender despite their slow start. Yeah, six and four. You know, not great, but like I mean, like you said, they're definitely a contender. I they have a good they roster. Win. I like their rotation. You know, big fan, big Jose Barrios guy. If you can name you know, I think he one really more steps pitcher forward. in the rotation, I'll give you five dollars. Is this legit? Is this legit? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, you me? said they have a good rotation. <laughs> I mean, I know they do, dude, but I can't think of it. They have this one picture they've had forever. Yeah, I know name? who he is, but I'm not telling you. It's going to fucking kill me. You have um, 10 seconds. He's white. 10. He's white. 9. I'm not, I'm not going to get it. 8. We'll just start with Phil Hughes. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 they've previously had Phil Hughes. If I you're wondering, Phil Hughes is very much out of baseball. But you, it used to be on the twins. I'll give you eight more seconds. Eight. You're gonna. I'm gonna know. Seven. Oh my god. Six. Who is it? Five. Four. Three. Edwin Santana. Fucking <laughs> Chris Tillman. Uh, it was. It was Kyle Gib- Gibson. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. I. I knew it. I knew I it. So I was. I. Enjoyment of that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I hate myself. I could have free five bucks. All right. On to the next team. I, I could have. I could have. The Mariners are at a stunning 13-2, and two, and they broke a record today. 15 what? games, 15 home runs. They've hit a home run in every single game they've played this year. That is Wait, don't th- oh my God, a record-breaking. I'm an idiot. The Twins have Oda Rizzi. Yep, and they also have Kyle Gibson, who has been <laughs> Too on the late team now, though. again for Too late years. now. Yeah, well, we're on Too the Mariners. Late. I blew it. Of course, I just, I'm sorry, I just blew five bucks. You know? Yeah, the Mariners and are. Jake De- oh, hey, just popped in shut up. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just... Fuck the Mariners. I'm just kidding. The Mariners are a solid 13-2. and two. They have beaten everyone. <laughs> Their only losses? The Red Sox? Uh-huh. Yeah. And... And the oh man, pause for effect. Hey, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> Shut up. I didn't what know is what love, it. baby? Bam, don't bam. hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. I think what we should start doing is just singing to the people. Let's do, just make this a. This is now a singing podcast only. Yes. We just sit here for hours on end just singing oh, random you're songs. Not, you're not going to like this one. 
You're not going to like this. Their second loss is to the White Sox. Thirteen and two. I just want to say they're pretenders. Mariners, pretenders or contenders? Ah, uh, I mean, I think sitting at a like big a, time thirteen and two. That's huge. But like keeping it up, I don't know about that. I mean, they have some. They have a solid. Like they have some talent. Like can't I say I don't hate their roster. But to say they're a legit contender is a stretch. I think they're pretenders. I don't think they make the playoffs. They're just going to choke like every other year. Damn. Okay, I was trying to give them a little respect. I wasn't saying playoffs, but like, I'm health, thinking maybe they get close. I wasn't trying to give them any respect. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Phillies, 7-4. They're contenders, so stop dumb here. Uh, I, mean, I mean, are we serious here? There's a, they're a serious contender. Yes. Big time. The Brew Crew? Contenders, obviously the crew. You know, pre- previous uh, NLCS appearance. You know, they're gonna make the playoffs again. And they also have Christian Yelich and the mayor of Ding Dong City, Travis Shaw. <sighs> well, actually, I'm alright with Devers. To how be about how about the Mets at eight and four? I told the New you York Mets. Mets when Mets, we Mets, did Mets, this Mets, predictions, Mets. when we did the MLB preview, I said. That the Mets have a good chance of contending this year. They just need another bat. Cespedes. <clears throat> They're already eight and four. Peter Alonso is hitting the shit out of the ball. This team is that surprising though? No. Is very good. I think the Mets are contenders. I think they have a very good chance of making the playoffs in the best division right now in baseball. I believe I said they they might. I, I, what did I say about them? I definitely didn't say they were you bad. You said they were borderline. Did I say they, they could contend for the playoff? You said, yeah, you said all four could contend, but I think you had them under the uh, Nationals. I did. I did, and, you know, for a reason, because I feel like just having Cespedes, well, it depends on Cespedes. I remember I said it relies a lot on him. Cespedes, Cespedes, Cespedes. I mean, having his bat in the lineup, which is actually, I think, pushed them like, to the next level as a serious wild card contender. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. Um, let's be as stupid and say the Dodgers. Yes, they're contenders. Obviously, they're contenders. They made it to the World I mean, Series two straight years. Blew it two straight years, but you know, no, still a World Series the appearance. They, play, they played the best team in the history of baseball last year. So, history of baseball, you're saying? Name a more dominant run in the playoffs. There really wasn't. There was like it was literally like they ran through. I don't everyone. think they. They let the, how many games did they lose total? Like three? Um, three. They wa- lost one a series. Yeah, I mean, I was pr- I was pretty comfortable was, the whole. It was con- well, ALCS no, when it Don't, was. No, shut up! You weren't comfortable. You watched K- Craig Kimbrell almost blow every game. Petty I mean, like, not in the early parts. Petty blew when zero. Like, <laughs> he did. But like, but when it was two, when it was two one, when uh, Benny made that catch, right? It was two one at the time. Yes. Because if he doesn't make that catch, it's like 2-2 tied up in the ALCS against the Astros. No doubt. No Pretty much. No doubt. And that was just completely off the track. But <laughs> The Padres' final team. But pretenders. They're sitting at 8-5. They're a fun team. But yeah, they're I enjoy the roster, but I think they're just too young yeah. to be a serious contender at this point. No doubt, no doubt. Um, you agree? All right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're pretenders. Um. 
I don't I mean, even man. call this guy a contender. I mean, or I mean, not a contender, a pretender. Before he might pretend to that, know how to play baseball. Hey, before oh. that, we're gonna take <laughs> a short break for our sponsor. All right, we'd like to be, give a big thank you to Anchor for that. Um, and we will continue on with the worst player in the history of baseball. Yeah, speaking of pretenders, he might. I think he pretends to know how to play baseball. Boom. Roasted. Because he clearly does not know how to hit a baseball when it's coming at him in the strike I, zone or wherever the hell the pitcher wants to throw it. I want to feel bad. I do. I really do. But Chris Davis, and not Chris with a K, give him some respect. Not Chris with a K. Chris Davis on the Orioles has went O for fifty three, dating back to la- late last season. Fun fact: that's bad. That's a record. That's just the worst anybody's ever. That's the worst streak anybody's ever been through. Correct? Yes, it's not even close. Um, and he's scheduled to make. $84 million, including this year, in the next three. I mean, obviously now you're like, dude, what the hell were they thinking? But can we remember how good he used to be? Yeah, he used to have absolute donks. He had like 40 home runs like a couple seasons. Yeah, I mean, the contract. Maybe the Roids were off? However, maybe, maybe he's gone blind. is like record. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Like, even when he was getting hits, they weren't very often then either. I would quit baseball. <laughs> he, I mean, I would keep playing for that contract. Okay, so I have a take, and I know this is going to happen. He plays the Red Sox next. He's getting his hit against the Red Sox. I already know it. Yeah, it's it's probably just gonna fuck, be an absolute just, just fuck me. Yeah. Just fuck me. I, he's just getting <laughs> yeah. hit it past hit it past the red seat in right field. <laughs> he's, he's gonna, just gonna hit a quick five hundred foot shot. He'll just go like five for five in one game. I'll just be like, oh, thick, thick. All right, cool. I just uh, that's a good take though. For some reason I had that feeling. <laughs> it's just gonna happen. And then and then the opposite happened with the Royals with Merrifield. He had 31 straight games of getting a hit. How about that? That's actually incredibly impressive. Nowhere near the record, but a 31-game hitting streak is nothing to scoff at. That is incredibly risky. I mean, not risky. risky tricky Why to do. Would that? Why would that be risky? Shut up. <laughs> I misspoke. <laughs> we all misspoke. Speak. Whatever. Misspoke. English is stupid. Yeah. Except my English teacher, shut up. If you're hearing this for some reason, thank you for <laughs> teaching me English. <laughs> thank you for sc- teaching Scott English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But good for Whit Merrifield that unfortunately it ended. You know that MLB uh, streak for the cash thing? Yeah. So they have you have to tie DiMaggio's thing in straight yeah. days. Yeah, so I picked Whit Merrifield today. Of course he didn't get hit today. Of course. <laughs> you blew it. I did blow it. Anyways, uh, we're going to talk about people that are on fire. 
Well, we, well, <laughs> it's funny. We went from Chris Davis, the opposite, to Whit Merrifield, whose on-fire streak just ended, to people that are just unreal in baseball right now. <laughs> and we will start off with Cody Bellinger. He is batting 411 with seven home runs, 19 RBIs, and a 1.343 OPS. That, my friend, is what I would call a hot start. Yes. And if you thought that was a hot start, guess what? Mike Trout still plays baseball. 406. There's OP- five home runs, 12 RBIs, and a ridiculous 1.529 OPS. That is nuts. That is on base plus slugging. That means his slugging is out of this world. Mike Trout's just so good. He is. He's just, like we said, a once-in-a-lifetime player. He's the best player of all time. He very, very well could be. And he's on his way. That friggin co- he's on his way. He is he's well on his way to it's lead a real the shame career he's war. He's playing his Angels through the rest of his career. Well, that's what we say now until they actually do something to make them good. I mean, that's true. All right. Uh, Peter Alonzo, if you haven't heard of him, he's the rookie first baseman for the Mets. He's the first rookie to have 11 extra base hits in his first 10 games. So it's actually 10 extra base hits in 10 games, but he had 11 because he's that good. He casually what? is batting through. What? Oh, he's the, he was the first one to have 10? Yeah, 10 and but, 10. But he had 11. But he had 11. Um, he now sits at 378 with six home runs and 17 RBIs. And this to kid. think the Mets almost didn't. Have him start the season with the big league team. This man is a rookie. This man is a machine. But he's not as big of a machine as your guy. I'm going to let you take this. Chris with a K. Chris Davis. He's been, he's always been good, but he's always been a hell of a power hitter, and he hit, what, like 40-something bombs last year? Yeah, 47. He, just casually. I don't think there's... Starts off the season... Oh, Sorry, I was I was getting into it. I was just gonna give you With a, nine dongs. I just oh. want I I just wanted to give you credit and say I don't think anyone has ever believed in Chris with a K for a longer time than Jack Sweetie. <laughs> That's random, dude. That's so true though. Like I just randomly believed in him. Like because I think he has power. We've played fa- last year. We've played fantasy baseball for like five years now, and I think he, this kid has had Chris with the K. All five years. <laughs> I call him that. I go Chris with the K. Chris with the K. Chris with the K. I mean, yeah, because Chris Dave, the other Chris Davis used to be good, and I hated him. Right, and and now Chris Davis with the K. Chris with a K has nine dingers to start off his season. Nine I don't dingers. know how many games. Oh, and by the way, he's hit two dingers in back-to-back games. Now he's on a roll. Yeah, he's got more dingers in back-to-back games. Have you ever or, watched him play? Yes, I have. Have you seen how Even much he just swings ace. out of his shoes every time he swings the bat? I mean, it, it makes sense that he hits dogs. He also has that like ridiculous record of having the same batting average for like three straight seasons or something. It's the same. It's the same thing. It's not. <laughs> it's, like it's not great. No, it's it's terrible. not great at all. Well, it's awesome. Uh, Two forty nine is not terrible. Two forty me. It's not good. But yeah. When you hit forty six bombs, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, when you're driving Gallo. in runs, nobody's uh, nobody's gonna complain. Joey Gallo has actually my favorite stat of all time. He has more home runs than he has singles. 
<laughs> in, in his, his career. career. That, those are the things you love to hear. Yeah, yeah. That's just hilarious. Um, and then we have a few more crazy stats. Uh, Tim Anderson is 19 for 37. He's batting over 500 this year. That is nuts. How do you bat? That's, like, every time he gets to the plate, there's a good chance he's getting hit. 37 he, plate appearances, and 19 times he, he, he hits the ball into the outfield. Like, he that's, has more whatever. hits than a lot of people already. Like, yeah, I mean, 19. People that are performing. 37 better. is a pretty average amount of bats to have at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's like some. Like, I think the top is like 50 because he missed a game or two here or there. Yeah. But, like. So it's not that far. 515! That's unheard of! Nuts. I just want to say very few people ever make it over 400 in all time in baseball. So, uh, 515 will be. record is like 408, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's been like two people that have hit, like. Teddy Ball game, baby. Hell yeah. I mean, first, out of all people, Tim Anderson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's. He's solid, but I mean, come on, Tim Anderson. No, no, (laughs) there's not a chance that was expected from Tim Anderson. Like I've always seen him as a solid ball player, but I mean, he also has like three dongs. I mean, it's not like he's just getting sick. I mean, I'm just saying it's not 19 singles, which would be hilarious. (laughs) And then the final hot zone. Uh, player, it's kind of just the entire team, the Mariners. Um, as I said, 15 straight games of a home run to start off the season. That is a record. Uh, Marcos Gonzalez, yes, he he's four now. Pretty good. Solid start. And uh, Jay Bruce has seven home runs, nine hits total. I find that <laughs> I find that hysterical. That is a, I mean, that's one of the funniest things I've heard this week. That's that's like 180, but he also only hits. Bombs. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the completely f- swing for the fences guy or strikeout. I'm a big fan of that. Like that's he's a- never really been a big guy like that though. No, he but- usually got he usually was a consistent hitter. But my point is, we're talking. We've been talking about Chris Davis, Chris with the K Davis. I mean, he's like the captain of that. He's either he he's he either strikeout or hitting a ball 75 miles, like 75 actual miles. <laughs> no, I figured. Yeah. Um, him, uh, who else? Uh, Joey Gallo. I mean, again. the Chris with the C used I mean, to be like that. I mean, Joey Gallo is the definition. Um, he's going to give you 40 home runs and 200 strikeouts. It's a guarantee. You're going to like it. <laughs> um, You're going to accept it. Yeah, I mean, I love that player. I wish the – but I'm happy the Red Sox don't have that player. <laughs> Because I would get really no, frustrated after neither. a while. I like I like how they work as a team. All right, it's uh it's late, so we're gonna move forward. Matt Carpenter, the guy that we talk up, I feel like every week, gets a nice two year, thirty seven million dollar extension. How do we feel? I mean, I feel both sides. I mean, Matt Carpenter, like we consistently say, is aggressively underrated. Before this year. It's fair to say Matt Carpenter has been the franchise player since Albert Pujols left. Oh, yeah, before this year, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but now they have Goldschmidt. That being said, two years, $37 million. Not bad on either side. No, he deserves this money. He had a hell of a year last year, hell of a career so far. Um, I appreciate the deal. And then 
the most ridiculous contract extension of all time. What what some execs are saying the worst player contract of all time. Ozzy Albies some... has extended with the Braves seven years, thirty five million with a two options. When's, when's, when are the options? I didn't see. Thanks for asking a question that I didn't have the answer to. Well, can you look that up and I'll talk about it for yeah, a second? So, who's the big agent guy? The, not Asian, agent. Um, like Scott, Scott Boris. Uh, Boris, that's what it is. Somebody get this guy on his team. Because his agent is clearly not doing a good job. Not saying Ozzy Albis is even close to Acuna, but he's a damn good player. And you got people like Chris Davis making $84 million in three years. And you got him, Ozzy Albies, who would be making, obviously he'll probably opt out if he does better, but. Oh, no! Be, what? It's a it's team options. It's not even player options. Oh, so he's fucked. Jesus Christ. He has, that is terrible. It could be nine years, $45 million. Hats off to the Braves. I don't know how oh, the hell no. they did they it. They just stole Ozzy Albies and Ronald Acuna for I, their future. I honestly feel bad. I feel bad for Ozzy. Still can make good money, I mean, but he not just nearly as much as I think he'll be worth. He can just hold out. I mean, I obviously don't know him as a person, but like he can just hold out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, depending on how well he turns out but to be. Holy shit, that is a bad contract for him. Great contract for the Braves. The Braves have a great chance of contending and signing big names. That's big. That's big for them. Saving money and a whole lot of it. Save money, live better. Save money, live better. Walmart. I forget the with, with, jingle. Yeah, I forget the company. All right, well, forget that. Vlad Jr.'s Show back, me baby. the Carfax. He made his debut of the season. His triple-A debut, first game, and, of course, he hit a three-run bomb. Because I, know, I was telling you this before. Oh, sorry. Because Vlad Jr. is a stud that the Blue Jays just need to unleash. Just let him Just let him call him up now and let him happily smack the ball. You don't even have they're to play him gonna, a third. They're not going to call him up. No chance. Why? Well, you know, now. Not now. Give it a few weeks. I think they'll call him up. You don't think they'll wait for the contract thing? That's in a few weeks. They keep That's why I said a few weeks. That's why oh, I said a few I weeks. I had a feeling I was going to come back at me. Yeah, you stupid but, idiot. Um, I know I was telling you before the show, I uh, got a chance to see him play for the Fisher Cats down in Hartford against the Yard Goats. Not a big deal. Uncorked on, on a ball. And it was the pop. You know, it was just, you know how like the sound of like somebody absolutely smacking a baseball is like a nice sound? Yeah, it's the best. You know, sound. just an enjoyable it's, sound. It's, it was that sound. Like sound it was that kind sports. of. It was literally just a clean pop, and it was just awesome. And a, a moonshot. I mean, I believe it. <laughs> and he's got and he's got big time potential to be just as good as his dad. Oh, really? He has big time potential. I'm shocked. All right, just but as I good said as just his dad. His dad. Oh no! Which is a Hall of Famer. That is a hot take. Oh no! That's a Hall of Famer. That's like saying. Well, I don't really need to top that. That's like so. That, that's one of my hot takes. Vlad Jr. will be a Hall of Famer. I like the take. I like the take a lot. All when right. it comes down to it, twenty years from now, he'll be in the Hall. Last thing for MLB, I want to appreciate whatever the fuck Marcelo Zuna was doing the other night. Did you see this? No. What was it? So 
He's going back. Fly ball in the air. Jumps onto the fence because he thinks it's going over. It lands right at the beginning of the warning track. He fell flat on his <laughs> face trying to get back to get it. <laughs> it was hilarious. The ball bounced over for a ground rule double. It was maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it was the easiest out ever, and he just let it go. All right, there's probably been easier outs. No, up. no, like, this was literally like he could have just stood on uh, Bill Buckner, maybe. All right, all right. All right. All yeah. Right. No, yeah, but maybe bring it up. I, I uh, just shut up. <laughs> you know, you know, just you, you, you move on. Quick forty years later, yeah, I think I'm good. That's not forty; it's like thirty. But all right, we're done with baseball. Onto the ice, Scotty. I'm here. I thought, I thought maybe you'd say something. God. Yeah, we're on to the ice. I get it. I'm upset. Playoff season. About what? I'm upset that you brought up Buckner. All right, buddy. Quick 32 years ago. You're we'll quick be okay. 32 years ago. I'll, I'll punch you in the face, nope. buddy. Definitely like 19. <laughs> awesome. Come do it. Um, NHL playoffs. Best playoffs of sports is here, baby. Let's go. Let's start it right off. Every team has played now. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> well, I mean, first things first. Can we talk about the Blue Jackets stunning the Lightning in the first game of the playoffs, four to three? Fun fact: they were up three to nothing. When I say they, I mean the self-proclaimed favorite, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't know if they're the self-proclaimed favorite. I feel I like a lot of people pick them at their you favorite. Know, shut up. <laughs> shut up, okay? Just just shut up. Um, I loved it. I loved the stunner. Um, when they got when they got um, the Blue Jackets, I was like, this is ridiculous. Why is, why is this a thing? The Blue Jackets loaded up at the playoffs. Look, yeah, no, I would love to see them find a way to knock out the Lightning first round. They loaded up at the deadline, and they kept Artemi Panarin strictly for this. And now, they were up one nothing on the best team in hockey this year. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. That's why I love playoff hockey. Another one, the Islanders beat the Pittsburgh Penguins in overtime 4-3. to You'll love to see it. Electric. I love, I've honestly, since Tavares left them, I've started to like... Sympathize with them, so now now I'm, I'm like rooting for him, obviously because I'm not a big fan of Crosby. Crosby, Crosby. I probably I probably picked the Penguins, but like I still would like to see the Islanders win. I mean, to me, these were both upsets, even though the Islanders have a higher seed than the Penguins. I still think that's an upset. Um, the Sharks dominant over the Golden Knights. The Sharks are my pick in the Western Conference to make it to the finals. So. I think I had the Knights winning the series in the, I mean, game one. If game one means anything, I I regret that. <laughs> I like the Sharks a lot. They are kind of dominant. I mean, when you're. I, I just love them. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's fine. No, they're dominant. They're dominant. They're dominant. Yeah. I mean, they are. I mean, when you have so many key players that can give you. Like, you have Joe Thornton, Vander Kane, Joe Pavelski, Thomas Hurdle. 
Um, I'm definitely going to be missing people after this. Um, and then you have Brett, Brent Burns, who's a stud. Earl, uh, Eric Carlson, who's a stud. And then a bunch of others that I just can't name off the top of my head right now. I love the Sharks team. I really do think they can get back to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, I just love the Vegas magic that they yeah, had last well, year. And obviously well, they weren't fact, nearly the as magic's good. magic's dead because they're better now. They're not better well, now, but one they're, game. they're more known. They're game. more known. Well, no, I'm just saying it's not magic anymore. It's just they're good. Yeah, I mean, kind of. They're also no, still it's... not fantastic. What do you mean? That doesn't even make sense. their roster's fantastic. Their roster is one of the top rosters in hockey because they've made the playoffs two years in a row. So clearly Ah, there's something right. That's true. I mean, they have. I mean, they're not notable. They traded for Mark Stone. Paul Stasny's pretty solid. I mean, yeah, yeah, they don't have like a superstar, but they're still solid all the way through. Yeah, true. Um, I I get what you're saying. This is another team I like a lot. Uh, Bennington and the Blues topped the Jets two to one. Bennington came in, he's a rookie goalie, came in like midseason and has gotten the Blues to the playoffs, and he stole a game against the Jets. I watched the highlights. It was unreal. I loved it. I really do think the Blues can take out the Jets in this one. I don't remember what I, who I picked, so I'm not going to say anything that would make me look stupid. Oh, but we like but, so I actually, so, what's Bennington's first name? I've actually seen... Highlights of him. He had, like you said, he kind of just shouldered the the Blues to the playoffs. And I mean, everyone. Uh, this is gonna be a good series to follow. The thing, it's Jordan Bennington, by the way. But the thing is, everyone talked about um, Hart for the Flyers when it comes to goalies. But Bennington was just like, "Hey, you know what? I'm here to steal stuff." Um, yeah. He's stealing games for the Blues. The Blues roster actually isn't that bad. They fire their coach early in the season, and they have bounced back completely, clearly, as they're in the playoffs. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Um, here's another shocker. The Stars shocked the top seed Predators. Through, not the top seed. The, the top seed in their conf, in their division. The Stars of the, the second, the first wild card, and... They were able to top the Predators three to two. In so Nashville, the are, may I add. Yeah, so the Preds are a two seed then in the uh, technically in the West. They were I, the second yeah, best I mean, team. Yeah, because the Flames are number one. Yeah. So, uh, uh, well, you didn't even let me. That is surprising. I didn't even know the Stars were that good. And like you said, the Predators have been Pecorino just choking the playoffs though. Yeah, yeah, he does, big time, actually. <laughs> He's not very good in the playoffs. Um, I know you don't want to talk about it. Scotty, um, the defending champ, uh, Washington Capitals, oh, won 4-2 no. over the Hurricanes. You go back. Nope, nope, You go nope, back nope, nope, nope. And, the and fl- go over and, it r- the, right now. And the Flames shut out the avalanche, so that was cool. Just say it, Scotty. You're going to have to. The Bruins lost to the Maple Leafs 4-1 to tonight. Terrible. God awful. And I'm not okay with it. I don't see why you would be. I don't see if anybody in Boston could be okay with this. Um They didn't play well at all. I mean clearly they lost uh, four to one against Mitch, a team. Mitch Marner is a pain in the ass every time. He had two goals. Um, you know, could random thought, but like I conven- I consistently get him and Mitch uh What's that? Man- Mariger? Manager? 
Who's the guy Mitch, in the Mitch uh, Hanniger? Hanniger. That's such a random. I get them mixed up, so and random. I don't know why. I don't know why because of the names are Mitch or yeah. Um, I'm gonna shit on the Bruins real quick. Uh, they brought no physical game in a series where they have to. They dominate the Maple Leafs because they are more physical than the Maple Leafs. And this game last ten. Well, I guess it's last night. Well, whatever you want to call it. They brought zero. They need to bounce back big time on Saturday, and that's not even under. No shit, that's not an understatement. I believe in this team. I believe this is a wake-up call, and I still do believe the Bruins are taking home this round and the cup. I mean, Nikki. I mean, yeah, a bad start. You know, that's does the things you can brush off and you know move forward and learn from it. You know, the teams are legit, and you're gonna have to, you know, put your head down and you know work hard if, to get to where you want to be. Right. But the, and like you said, I mean, I still think the Bruins have a legit shot at hoisting the cup, which would be electric. You know what they say, because it's the cup. And uh, exactly. Just to re go over the defending champ, the Capitals defeated the Carolina Hurricanes four to two. Not a big shock there. And the top seed in the Western Conference, the Calgary Flames, shut out the Colorado Avalanche. Also, not a big big shock there either. Not at all. All right. Um, Moving on to the NFL. So on to a, yeah, on to the league where there hasn't been a whole lot going on, but there's been something. There's been, <laughs> there's been enough. Enough for us to go over. Yeah. First yeah. things first. In the in the news today, Jaguars running back Leonard Fournette is arrested for was he driving on a suspended license? That would happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was arrestable. To be honest. Well, it's. Probably not a good thing to do if it's suspended. Does does this arrest have anything, any, do you think that it has anything to do with the upcoming season? Like, do you think it'll have, he'll, will I he face any repercussions they, from the NFL office? They suspend domestic violence for four games. I don't think they're going to do anything on this. <laughs> That's so terrible, but true. Except terrible because Hunt. it's they true. Did, they did give Kareem Hunt eight games plus the rest of the year last year. Yeah, that, that no, that means that was just, the first time they kind of got it right. Yeah, exactly. It only took seventeen thousand of them. And this is just like a minor, I'm literally like a minor misdemeanor. I feel mm-hmm. like Fournette. Like I feel it. I feel it's silly that he even got arrested. In I mean, the first this place. one's kind of just like, hey, stop being an idiot. Okay, that's kind of what that was. <laughs> Basically, yeah. all right. Want to talk about being an idiot? I mean, are you are you implying that I'm an idiot? No. Oh. Antonio Brown is an idiot, an asshole, a douchebag, whatever the hell you want to call him. Well, I no, Jack. Can't Let him stand know. him. Him, I, Antonio Brown. Should I send out a quick message to him? Oh, I just meant let the fans know. You're a scumbag. Oh, oh, okay. You treated Juju like shit. He was there for you. He came to you for advice, and I damn well know you didn't answer him. I know for a fact. Nobody said anything, but I know because you're a piece of shit. That you didn't answer him, and you made fun of him by posting it on Instagram. Just a, just a young wide receiver, looking for some advice from a top receiver. I guarantee you, he, you showed him no love. So go to hell. Wow. God. Wow. Okay. He just he deserved so, every bit of that. I love the passion in that. I loved it. Um. 
here's here's my little thing. I got I gotta confess something. I was on Antonio Brown's side all off season. I was. I was. I gotta openly admit that, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, you have been. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide hide my fault. My uh my mistakes. However, once you attack Juju Smith Schuster, that's when I leave your side, sir. I'm Juju done with is you. literally like the nicest person in football. Juju is a kid that's just loving his life. You leave him alone, you piece of garbage. AKA when he said he fumbled the game away, yeah, that's what I, I got was heated. pissed. I was steaming. We're we're making an official thing, justice for Juju, right now. Juju Schuster is a one of the top receivers. One top. Okay, let me rephrase. One of the top young receivers in the game. Top young players in the game. He just made his first Pro Bowl. He had a hell of a season. Antonio Brown, why? He and the touchdowns. Him. Oh, yeah, the touchdowns. The touchdowns whatever. weren't there because of Antonio Brown. Right. Antonio I mean, Brown gone. I, mean, I guarantee you the touchdowns will be there. Right. But Juju, we're here for you. I'm sorry for – I was doing what you were doing, if we're being honest. I was supporting AB through it all, too. And then he attacked you, and that's when I left, let it go. I'm done with him. Done. See ya. I've been done with him, to be honest. I, I know mean, you, you have been. I'll admit I that. Didn't, I didn't think he was, like, as douchey because I can understand the tensions between him and Big Ben. But, like, he just he just made it his own thing and just made him look a lot worse than I thought he was. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, justice for Juju. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Juju. Um, moving on. Well, not really. We're staying in the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. Well, yeah, Antonio's not. Da, da, da. <laughs> Got him. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you said we're stealing in the staying in the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise, and I said, well, Antonio's not. Da, da, da. Right, but um, either neither is Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> but this is just has something because Le'Veon Bell posted a text he received from James Conner that basically just tells the world that Le'Veon Bell. Wasn't a bad guy. I have been on Le'Veon Bell's side this entire time oh, as well. I, I agree. No um, part of me has not been on his side. Um, I never. It's clear now, considering he ended up with less money and this happened, that Le'Veon Bell just did not like the Steelers. Or to be and more a lot specific, of it, I don't think he liked Tomlin or Big Ben. That's what I was getting at. Like, I, uh, Big Ben is just a, the root of a lot of their problems, apparently. Big shock. Big Ben, not a nice guy. Things we are. There's knew. been multiple former running backs to, to bash him. It's true. Like it's Rashad true. Mendenhall did today. And then this random guy that used to play for him said that he fumbled that Ben fumbled the snap on purpose one time in a game. And then from that point on he knew what kind of guy Big Big Ben was and um, he was right. Um I ben, mean Big Ben also had a sexual assault, so He's exactly. Right, That's a, he's right, dude. It shows you what had, kind of guy. I think he, he had multiple, actually. Did he? I don't know. He's the biggest scum on earth. Clearly, if his teammates can't even like him, clearly there's something wrong with this man. Exactly. I that never I honestly him. didn't see until lately, until this year. I mean, yeah, no one was really speaking out, but now people are just sick of him, and I love it. Me too. Put Big Ben's All name right. in the dirty. Dirty laundry and just air it out. Yeah. 
Let's go back to Lamia real quick, though. Like, we said we're both on his side. He's never been a bad guy. But, like, he just wanted more money from the Steelers in order to play for the Steelers because that's how much he didn't like to play for them. I mean, if we're being honest here, he's been, he's been pretty quiet about all of this. Like, he hasn't really spoke too much. Um, I love it. I love that he's still – him and James Conner still supporting each other, clearly. Um, yeah, I love I love to see that. James Conner still a young guy. James Conner learned from Le'Veon Bell, and James Conner became a Pro Bowler, and Le'Veon Bell helped a lot probably in that process before like he disappeared. And he's, they supported each other too. Like and they probably said. talked all season long. Like we don't know, but by that text message, it seems like they talked all year. And like any time. I think he had the dates. I think it hadn't been a little bit since they talked before that, and, but still. And anytime James Conner ever did something, Le'Veon tweeted about it. Facts, exactly. He was like, my guy. Like, exactly. They, they had a good relationship. And, like, just James Conner reaching out to him and saying that yeah, means exactly. it just says something about him. Exactly. Um, All right. Moving so on to the, Steelers? the New England Patriots. The defending Super Bowl champions. They are finally starting to do stuff. Not a lot. And I love it. But they're doing stuff. But something. They have had quarterbacks Will Greer and Daniel Jones in for visits this week. I like to see it. I mean, obviously, I wish Tom could play forever, but that's just not the case. And I'd like, I mean. He makes me believe sometimes that he can't. And then, like, like one thing, one there'll be like one week where something happens. I'm like, oh my god, he's going to retire at the end of this year. Jesus. And then he won't. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my that god! Oh my god! Really oh my just god! Happened like once. Oh my god! Thick. <laughs> um, so, like, if you're the Patriots and you're trying to draft Tom's future backup, you know, hopefully that's going to end up being your franchise quarterback. Do you go and draft one in the second round this year? Or wait till like next year to maybe take one with that first round pick higher and trade up and see what you do. It's there. not going to be higher. It's going to be number thirty two again. But um, uh, what That's I, was... I meant, I meant, I said trade up for a reason. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't hear that. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, no, I would definitely take a quarterback this year if you can. Strictly for the reason of Brian Hoyer is not that great. Um, Tom's getting in the old. Depth in... We got to face it. <sighs> We gotta face it. He's gonna be like what, forty three? Yeah, we gotta face it. It's not gonna last forever, like you said. Will Greer and Daniel Jones could be building blocks someday for some team, and I feel like if they learn from Tom Brady, yeah, maybe they could be a franchise quarterback someday. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo. The the thing with him, he got drafted too early. Like, try to tell me coming into the draft, Jimmy Garoppolo was looked at as a franchise quarterback. He wasn't. Then possibly he, he was a second round talent. Okay, but these two are there was, too. There was so there was that it's a thing. They they like I was about to compare the situations. Like they they have they they both had their fair share of good reviews and bad reviews, and they're all around second round talents. And like and if you you don't know which way it could go under Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, you definitely could be a success story, right? See right. if Jimmy Jean. I wish he was a few years younger. I mean, he got drafted too early. I feel like I don't know if he was willing. To, that that whole thing is still the whole tra- Jimmy G trade is still a mystery to me. Like, did Tom and Rob Kraft force Belichick to get rid of Garoppolo? Who knows? We're not doing this again. We won a sixth Super Bowl. Stop. 
All right, no, I was just saying. That's not the story here. The story is Will Greer and Daniel Jones came in for a visit, and I would be perfectly happy if we picked either one. Yes, and like I said, they could end up just being, timing-wise, just having a couple years under maybe two, you know, two, two maybe even three years under I mean, behind Brady to learn a lot and then step in and make an impact right away. I mean, we're not – it's going to be difficult to go from Brady to the next franchise quarterback. Not everyone can be the oh, Packers. Be and go probably from Brett the Favre toughest thing in Rogers. my life. Going from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers was like a gift for the Packers. Nothing is going to make us happy after Tom Brady. Just Let's just face it now. Because like, we'll just be used, so used to the, the same level of success every year. Exactly. That's why I think we draft one before Brady retires. So we can just get a hold on. He can learn under the system for at least a year, hopefully two, maybe three. I don't know how long Tom's playing. Hopefully forever. Um, I I hope he doesn't go. I swear to God, if he goes out like Gronk, I will freak. What do you mean? As a champion? Gronk kind of came out. Of, no, Gronk kind of came out. That of didn't the come out of nowhere. Technically, it didn't. Not out of nowhere. No. Okay, but like it felt like it did. They always there said there wasn't like rumors. There wasn't rumors that he was going to retire. Okay, he just okay. said. But people said he was. He said he was going to think about his future. So we knew it was possible. But this isn't the first time. I'm just saying it was possible. It happened. I'm okay with it. And guess what? We got a replacement for the year. Austin Safarian oh. Jenkins, baby. That's bold. Okay, for the year, I said. Oh, for the year. You said for the year. Not for the history. Correct. And someone was like on Twitter, why, ASJ, why? He's like, dude, ever hear Tom Brady? I was like, I love this guy. Austin Farron Jenkins was pretty good on the Jets like two years ago. Uh, Yeah, I honestly thought he was a solid tight end. And like you said, I mean, I don't know if they're going to draft one because who the hell knows what Belichick's going to do. Who knows what Belichick's going to do and who knows where – the tight ends are going to fall in this draft. It's a very weird draft. I mean, if we can get one of the There's Iowa a few solid guys, tight ends. I'd be real happy. I'd be very Even happy. Even a guy like Irv Smith Jr., though, I'd be okay with that. Exactly. The tight end from Bama. Right. I'd take any tight end because uh, after ASJ, it's not a pretty picture at all. Like, ASJ, I was, like, relatively happy about that one. I was like, oh, okay. That's a, that's I mean, that's a, just, that's that's a weapon. A, I'll take that. That's a solid upgrade. Like, <laughs> That gives Tom Brady someone to throw to. and I mean, honestly, with Tom, you never know what kind of season he's going to have. Well, there's a Tom – oh, ASJ. I was like, Tom's going to have a great season. I don't know what you mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was talking about ASJ. And they still need to find more weapons. They had even more visits this week with uh, TJ Yeldon and a guy near and dear to our hearts, Demarius Thomas. Why is he near and dear to our hearts? We just always have liked him. That's true. I've always, I always have liked I him. Always been he didn't get the players. respect. I don't. He didn't get. I don't think he got the respect he deserved in Houston. No, not at all. Um, I mean, when you have Hopkins, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough to give him. But like, do you see? Do you see them pulling the trigger on either of them? I, I actually believe Demarius would be a good option strictly because he's coming off of injury. It's, it's going to be a low offer. It's, it's. It's a, a prove it thing. Win, Patriots win love to do situation. it. If Demarius can prove it with Tom Brady after a torn Achilles when he's a bit older, hey, who's going to complain? 
And also remember, Josh McDaniels drafted Demarius Thomas. He did. So, something to remember. Yeah, something to think about. I mean, hopefully they come to terms on a deal. I mean, hopefully we get a wide receiver. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Yeldon I really don't feel much about. Yeldon does absolutely nothing for me. We don't need another pass back. For the love of God, we don't need one. (laughs) We have two. Two? Three? James Burkhead? Burkhead. I can't believe you said Burkhead first. I should drill you in the head. (laughs) Well, I mean, James White's a given. Oh, and who's the other one? Who's the... What? Don't we have three backs? Uh, All right. Gillisley? We don't have Gillisley. What happened? We haven't had Gillisley for like a year. No, we definitely... We didn't have him. Oh, no, we didn't. We didn't. You're right. (laughs) Fuck, dude. That's crazy. Why is that crazy? We haven't had him for like two years. <laughs> no, no, no. We definitely had him at least last season. No, we did not. If not, dude, I'm. We didn't have we him had... last season. No, not this past season. The one before that is what I meant. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, that was at the beginning of the year. Then they cut him. So who the hell is the Where other back? Oh, it's it's Brandon Bolton now. I Remember forgot when he he's... torched the Pats. I forgot Brandon Bolton's back, baby. I mean, also Sony Michelle, but he's not the passing back. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, Sonny he stuff. definitely deserves some notability. But All right, all right. We're just going on about the Patriots and how much they love them. Let's continue. Kyler Murray is visiting the Giants and the Redskins. Thoughts? Cool. I mean, apparently he's not going to go past number one. So, I have no feelings about this. That However, like, that sounds like a shot at me. If the Cardinals get a clue. Like a, that sounds like a shot at me. Why is that a shot at you? Because I said there's no chance he goes past two. I mean one. Well, one, 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 one. One, well I one. mean you and the 500 other people that have said it. Yeah, but I said that like two months ago, and you're like, shut up, they're picking Bosa. I, I think they should. I still say that every time. I also want the 49ers to get Bosa, so. And they will if, like I said, the Cardinals end up taking Kyler. Which, if they trade Rosen... I wouldn't hate him as Trade Brady's backup. to the Patriots, please. I'll take that. Will you? Will you really? Maybe. I don't know how willing he'd be to take some time under Tom Brady's wing. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, honestly, so back to Kyler visiting the Giants and the Redskins. I obviously, if if the Cardinals don't take him, one of these teams will. I mean, the, the Giants, by God, need to let go of Eli. And the Giants, they're going to get Haskins or him, I assume. I mean, the Giants are definitely taking the QB one way or the other. If they don't, we should just get rid of them as a franchise. Shame on them. Shame on them. And the final. Like you said, the Redskins big time need a QB. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm really tired. So let's let's just get through the NFL, please. Ty Montgomery signs yeah. with the Jets to back up Le'Veon Bell. Good for him, right? Good for him. Solid running back. Deserves to be in the league. He'll see some time as I mean, a, yeah, even though Le'Veon can do everything. He'll see some dirt downtime. Barely, but yeah, he will. All right. All right. Fresh out the oven. I I did my take earlier, so this is you. All you did. All right. I have a nice little hot take here. It's not progressively it hasn't been as hot, but I think it's a warm take. Recently 
This is a, this is a this is a warm. It's been out of the microwave for maybe like five minutes. It's a room temperature take. All right, it's it's hotter than that. <laughs> so it's warm. All right, we're gonna stay with warm. <laughs> PJ Washington recently declared for the NBA draft, and I think he's a top ten prospect. I really do. I think he's he, he's shown a lot. He came, he battled through injury the whole tournament and consistently put up double digit numbers. In the Elite Eight game against Auburn, he put up 28 and 13. Those are incredible numbers. Still on a bad ankle or foot or whatever the hell it is. Wasn't needed to move. He hurt after every game. And he did stuff like that all season. He was an All-American first-teamer. And he deserves to he, – he can go top 10. Probably not high, much higher than like 8, 9, or 10. But still, I think he's a top 10 talent. Tell me something different. Take it for its worth. That's my opinion. Hey, we're here to give hot takes. I liked it. Thank I mean, you. You do love your Kentucky, so there might be a little bias. Yeah, that was kind of biased at the same time, but like he's been getting some more love in hey, the mock drafts. I don't get mad. I enjoy it. All right. Finally, so, some real pop culture to talk about. Some real pop culture. About time. Um. Would you like to take the lead here? <laughs> Please. Game of Thrones, possibly HBO, probably HBO's greatest creation ever. Ah, I mean, there's a lot of shows that have been created by HBO. They have done wonderful things. They have created The Sopranos. I'm going to miss that show, so don't yell at me. Sopranos and Game of Thrones, that's a pretty good two shows to make. That's like two of the greatest shows of all time. I know these aren't, I know this doesn't compare, but they still do Hard Knocks, which is incredibly popular. Hard Knocks is fantastic. I enjoy Hard Knocks. HBO. Uh, is what's, a hell the, of a, what's the one with The Rock? The uh, ballers? ballers. Ballers is a good show. Um, exactly. Show. I mean, they just HBO um, pumps out. They, uh, that just Eastbound tells you how good down. Game of Thrones is. How about Eastbound oh, and Down? Yeah. Entourage. They they yes. just produce so, absolutely HBO is just a great shows. Yeah, exactly. Great network. But here's the question: Game of Thrones season eight, final season. Is this uh, starts? Gets, is it released on Sunday or is it, it first episode first on season, Sunday? First season. First episode of the last season. I have a question for you. 
Is this the most hyped up season in the history of television? All the you way see back the answer from- I put in the dock? <laughs> That's exactly my answer right now. Yup! <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, I put this in here because I wanted to talk about it because we're both behind. But I I just have seen so much. Be- so Everyone talks about it, and the show hasn't even come back yet. <laughs> Everybody and their sister watches this show. It's also been. It is so good. It's also been gone for two years. So Casually, like, that that really probably gets you. I mean, if I didn't I, even know. I'd started in 2011. When I figured that out, I was like, I had no idea. Had I started I the show sooner than last month, I probably would have went insane as well. Um, Me too. So I get it. I started it after you. <laughs> I know. You accidentally watched an episode with me. Um, this is by far the most hyped up season in TV history, which brings the scary part of what if it doesn't live up? I feel like it has to. It's, that's, does it ruin the, I've seen, I saw it on, I saw a question on uh, Twitter. If season eight doesn't, you know, impress as much as it should be, does it ruin the show's legacy? Yeah. And someone said, ask LeBron. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, I mean, which is hysterical because, like, if you think about it, this season ruined his legacy. Like, he's forever going to be the second best player of all time. You think so? Just from this season? I mean, yeah, yeah. Unless like he wins, he wins, three he wins three more round. rings before. You... Yeah, yeah. Um, right. that's not the point, though. No. We're talking about Thrones, Thrones, Game baby. of Thrones. We've been waiting to do a segment called Talking Thrones for weeks now. Um, we haven't got there. Because Jack isn't caught up with me Good. at all. At all. But but I will be in due time. You know what? Forget and, it. This is talking we, thrones right now. And I always wanted to ask the question: What is this show? What is happening? I'm so confused. It's the most ridiculous, crazy, insane show in the world. But it's so good. <laughs> take take me back. Take me back to the first episode. About ten minutes in, I watched Ned Stark just chop some guy's head off. <laughs> Is it cut out? No, no. I watched this man just get just get beheaded. I'd like to say Jack is still in season one. I'm at least it's the end of season five. I've really fallen off. I was really getting there. I was gonna be on time, and then I missed like two weeks. So, apologies. So this is this is my thing to you. No one spoil this for us, please. Thank you. Um. Yeah, but that is the perfect way to cap it off, Jack. I'm, you just watched the guy's head get sliced off. That's it. I mean, it got crazier from there. Yeah. Um, once he gets back, the show's it, fucking crazy. But the main question was: Is this the most hype season in TV history? The answer is a resounding. Yes, without a doubt. I was hoping you said "yep" again. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so big time. That was some good pop culture right there. That's like the biggest thing going right now. Um, after episode one of the season eight airs, I think everyone's gonna die inside. Agreed? How many episodes do they have again? Uh, it's like seven. Do we know how many this one's gonna have? Oh, oh! I thought okay. So this season's gonna have seven. The first five seasons have ten, and the last. Three have like seven each. They should have made ten. 
Okay. Well, Can't get enough. Well, there's like Game, three episodes that are like an hour and a half long each. So. True. So this. To be that, honest, by the time movies. I finish it, I'll have to re- I'll have to rewatch it. That's three movies. You see, that's exactly why I can't keep up with it. I just gotta, cause I always rewind, cause I'm like, oh shit, I just missed something. Well, so it takes me a, a solid. It. Well, I'm watching it on my phone. Oh well, I'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real uh, confusing. Game process. of Thrones, though, like yep. you said, mo- most hyped up TV season history. TV, awesome. Yep. Wow. All right, what's next, Scotty? You can read. You could say it. Do I have? To? Oh, wait, are we are we rolling with it? Are we still in popping? Are we our still popping? Ahead. This is our show. True. We can say whatever the hell we want. Kofi Kingston. Shout out to the <laughs> WWE. What'd you say? I said, clearly it's our show. We can say whatever we want. You just talked about Peter. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> Kofi Kingston, a man who has put a valuable, what, 11 years 11 into the years. WWE, WWE franchise, finally, at WrestleMania, takes home the WWE Heavyweight Championship. I didn't watch it, but I watched the match highlights, and I was electrified. I'm so happy for Kofi. It's back when I used to be a consistent consistent viewer of WWE, he was one of my favorites, always and forever will be. Scott? Okay, so I can't see your face. People got to understand that. That's why there goes we go silent. I don't want to cut you off when you're that emotional. <laughs> so that's why there was a big pause. I didn't know if you were going to keep talking. Anyways, That's fair. I did kind of leave it at like a cliffhanger kind of moment. You you summed it all up. I mean, there's not a better story. <laughs> Kofi Kingston, baby. He grinded, he grinded out his career, to, and this was his big moment. And I'm so happy for he him. Celebrated with his family in the ring. People were crying. It was great. It was great. And the thing is, this is a stage show. Yeah. But yet there's still so much of that that goes into it. There's plenty of emotion. Think about it. So Think, about it. Think about it. Think about it. What Nate, what's your favorite TV show of all time? All right. Probably, I mean uh, just name a TV show I, please. It's, I it's, watch I watch I might have seen every family guy. Okay, just say family. I might have to go okay. family guy. Does family guy bring emotions out of you? Honestly, once in a while. Doesn't make you cry <laughs> ever. And, and, and I've come close before, I'm not going to lie. It's Does it stupid. make you get upset? Does it give you every emotion possible? All right, probably not. I'm just saying, you we could say. No, I mean it's uncomparable. I we know could say it's staged, it. right? But it's a TV yeah. show in the end. It breaks out every emotion. Yeah. I mean, shit, Game of Thrones when they killed the dog, dude. Oh, oh. I was oh. telling myself, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's a show. It's a show. It's a show. It's a show. Tell you what's going on in the part of it right now. Nope. It's it's worse than a dog dying. Oh well, yeah. Let's not. Yeah, then let's not talk any further before I come back and <laughs> kick you in the teeth. Because <laughs> you might not think it, but I'll get there someday. I will yeah. get to that episode. Yeah, all right, but <laughs> Just remember, season five, episode nine. All right. Mark that in your head. All right, um, I was going to do this because Darren wanted us to do, talk about the Masters real quick. 
The only thing I have to say is Tiger Woods is in second place, which makes me possibly want to watch it. That's about it. I was going to say the same. I'm just happy to see Tiger. Vintage. Vintage Tiger. Like he takes home the Masters this year somehow. I will be uh, surprised, but happy at the same time. Like I'm not going to watch it until Sunday if Tiger's in the hunt, but it's very awesome to <laughs> see. I'm gonna kill I liked what you did there. I didn't mean Tiger's that. hunt. Ha ha! Fuck! Shut up. <laughs> okay, well, folks, it's 2 a.m. here. Is that it? It's 2 a.m. Um, I'm sorry if this show was a little quieter or calmer than usual. I'd be lying if I said I was tired. I wasn't tired, because I am. I thought it went I thought it went decently well. It went decently well. Is it our best show? Probably not. Is it our worst? We'll see. Probably not. But we Oh hell no. Well maybe not in this all time it's not even close. Right, exactly. Where <laughs> we just wanted to get something out for you this week because our schedules are a bit busy. We're coming down to the near of the semesters in college. <sighs> People gotta work. A lot People of gotta homework do stuff. to be Exactly. A lot of homework, homework to be done. A lot of work to be done. We just wanted to but, get this out. We hope you enjoy this episode. Jack, final thoughts. I'm I'm just happy to be, be being able to produce these for, you know, we've been able to produce six episodes, which isn't that bad. You know, it's not a lot, but six episodes of two kids, I mean, half of them have been while I'm away at school, you know? I mean, it's not easy finding time for both of us to, between our schedules with work and school and other stuff, it's not easy finding time to sit down and take hour and a half, two hours out of your out of your day to record this, and I'm happy to say we've got six episodes, and we're looking to have about ten by the time I come home for good this summer. Absolutely, and it's and just, then, and I'm and just enjoying myself. The wheels are off. We're going, we're going big time when summer comes around, because there'll be so much more time for activities. <laughs> Regardless, probably some more news too. This was the Bearded Brothers Podcast, Episode Six, brought to you by Anchor. I'm Scott Edwards. And I am Jack Sweeney. Thank you guys so much for listening. We couldn't do any of this without you. I love each and every one of you. Don't forget that. All right, calm Again, down. Thank Stop you so much. And right. a big thank you to Anchor for allowing us to do this. All right. All right. Calm down. I'm sorry. I got emotional. <laughs> it's did. 2 a.m. Anyways, thank you for listening. We will see you next week.